All right, welcome to You Don't Know Mojack. My name is Ryan. My name's Brent. And today, uh, on this episode, we're here to talk about SST-17, The Dicks, Kill from the Heart. One of the first releases, I guess, where it's not one of the the traditional bands that you think of when you think of SST. So it's very cool to kind of get into this release. I don't know, Brent, what kind of history you have with the Dicks. You would think the first time I'd heard anything by them was the Mud Honey cover of Dicks Hate Police. But when I was a kid, I bought a, a CD called Faster and Louder Volume 1. I know that. Yeah, and it had lots and lots of bands that I heard for the first time on that disc, like... Uh, some of these I didn't hear for the first time, but a lot of them I did, like Angry Samoans. That would have been the first time I heard them on that one. Meat Men, Red Cross, Really Red, The Stains, who turned into MDC, Yep. Government Issue, Mission of Burma, The Urinals, lots of bands on there. And then, of course, The Dicks doing the song Dicks Hate Police, which is a classic. Not on this album, but that's kind of where I came to The Dicks. What about you? Well, for me, it would have been, I probably would have first heard of them from the Mud Honey cover of Dick's Hate Police. And then I got that CD that's on Alternative Tentacles. The It has the dates in the title. 1980-86. Which uh, is probably the thing I go back to mo- most because it's got that song, uh, I'm in the Bookstore on it, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. Awesome track. Saturday Night at the Bookstore. Yeah. I've always liked all the Texas stuff. You know, like big boys, MDC a little bit, huge fan of the butthole surfers and Poison 13, like all that stuff, always have. Yeah, my favorite from the Texas, and there's like, there's really red, DRI too, right? Isn't DRI from Texas? Yep. And and Scratch Acid? Yep. But my favorite would probably be the big boys, for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a butthole surfers guy, for sure, one of my... All-time faves. Do you like the Butthole Surfer song, uh, song for Gary Floyd? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just called Gary Floyd, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like, way later, Gary Floyd had a band called Black Kelly Ma, which is an album I've always really liked. It's not that old, but... No, Black Kelly Ma is, is really, really good. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe I just want to mention really quick that we're talking about the Dicks album, Kill From The Heart. There's another really good Dicks album, though, called These People. Yep. I bought that one through the mail from Alternative Tentacles on vinyl when I was 14 or 15, something like that. I remember going and, like, stuffing some cash in an envelope, and then, you know, a month later or whatever, it showed up in the mail. And so it's really cool to listen to Kill From The Heart because... I only knew a few songs off it really, really well. I really know the Dicks album, These People. I don't know. Let's get into uh, Kill from the Heart, and let's start by talking about the band. History lesson, part one. All right. So we already mentioned that they're from Texas originally. They eventually moved to San Francisco, actually, um, but starting out in Austin. They had a couple of bands uh, we mentioned before that they played around with a lot, um, especially the big boys. We mentioned their singer, Gary Floyd. And I don't know about you, Brant, but I mean, on this Dicks album, even now you can start to hear that this isn't your regular punk rock singer. And certainly when you get to Black Kelly Ma, you 
and even some of the Sister Double Happiness stuff, which is another Gary Floyd band, just an insanely, insanely amazing vocalist. And the best description I found was actually in the Trouser Press record guide, and they called it the Mongrel Texas Blues Howl, which I think is pretty fitting. Yeah, he's a good singer. He can really sing, like like most, you know, like they were kind of a line, you know, in the hardcore scene, I suppose, and like, you know, it was mostly shouting and barking, you know? Yeah, but so could, but this is the thing about Texas, right? Um, there's a lot of bands like that um, from that era where they had really, really incredible singers like Randy Biscuit Taylor from the Big Boys is insane as well as a singer. So is Gibby. The Kill from the Heart album is kind of, a lot of people describe this lineup as like the classic Dicks lineup. The other people in the band on bass and vocals was a guy named Bucks Parrot or or Buff, yeah, with a silent X, sorry. Yep. And uh on guitar, Glenn Taylor, and drums and vocals, Pat Deason. Yeah, the second incarnation the Sa- San Francisco incarnation of the band is all different people, I believe, other than Gary Floyd. Other than Gary, yeah. And some of the San Francisco incarnation went on with Gary to Sister Double Happiness. Yeah. Eventually. But another thing we should mention about Gary, not just an amazing singer, but, I mean, he was a flamboyantly, and I mean, it's he is described this way in lots of places, but just a big, uh, large gay man yep. dressing in drag, dressing up as um, a nun, all sorts of really shocking really shocking imagery and uh as a vocalist back then really stood out obviously yeah really out uh not just with how he uh conducted himself but lyrically as well about his sexuality and that the same is true of the big boys of course randy biscuit taylor yeah uh also openly gay also quite um uh flamboyant and uh mdc I don't know if any of them were actually gay, but they were definitely gay positive. But also ultra-political, anti-racist, anti-homophobic, anti-war, extreme leftist. Marxist imagery, even. Absolutely. And, you know, what's interesting, when I was listening to it, you know, this record came out in 1983. I mean, it's a pretty, some of it is pretty over the top. Well, this is the height of the this is the height of Reaganism in the Cold War almost. But I mean, like, I don't think it was just you know, like lots of bands would use imagery like hammers and sickles or swastikas, for example, just to shock. But I don't, you know, like I don't think they used the hammer and sickle just to shock. I think they were that far to the left. Well, and the other thing that occurred to me when I was listening to it, reading the lyrics, is like I was just thinking about twenty seventeen. And it's like, we kind of need the dicks in 2017 <laughs> too, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's like interesting or just sad that a lot of this stuff is still so relevant. But like, uh, I, I know, you know, I know. like just look at the, the song titles alone. Bourgeois, <laughs> bourgeois fascist pig. <laughs> like yeah. that's straight out of the communist manifesto, you know, uh, yeah. anti-clan. Um, parts one and two pigs run wild no nazi no nazi's friend and uh like mdc was even more like 
you know, especially like anti-police. Yeah. So, I mean, a very, very explicitly political band and a, a really, really amazing band too. I mean, I thought that they're really good musicians. I mean, it's thrashy, it's trashy, but it's it's really good playing too. I love it. Uh, the singing is fantastic. And we, we mentioned this before. Eventually moved to San Francisco after the Rock Against Reagan tour. Gary was left there and found a, a different backing band. And then he went on to... And he put out a really good book. It's really it's really thin, but it's actually a really good size for the type of story that he tells in the book, um, kind of about his life. It's actually called My Life Up Till Now. I think it's, yeah, it's 70 pages long. Yeah. And it just talks about how, I mean, even to this day, he's working with, uh, you know, kids at shelters and stuff like that. I believe he's got a blues band now, too, that he talks about, maybe. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me because he's got that mongrel Texas blues howl. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to... uh, Let's talk about the release itself. History Lesson, Part 2. The Dick's Kill from the Heart is an interesting release. It looks like it was co-released on Enigma in 1983, or at least Enigma... The label was on uh, the jacket. I don't have an original. I just have an alternative tentacles re-release. And thank goodness for Jello Biafra and re-releasing this. Yeah, that's that's all I have too. It's it's really easy to or much easier to get now. For a while, it was bootlegged heavily, and it was a tough record to get. But Jello at Alternative Tentacles put it out, and again, Alternative Tentacles. They put out that Dick's record, These People. Also, that compilation we mentioned earlier, 1980 to 86. It's got some of the tracks off of this. There's not much that I could find about the actual recording of the record. The best account, there, well, there's a, a documentary, a DVD called The Dicks from Texas. It's actually a really good DVD. The production quality is a bit low, but it's a really good it's a good story, the Dicks. I mean, it's very interesting to see what the guys are doing now. Is there good footage in the band? Oh, yeah. There's really, really good live footage in there. The sound quality is not the greatest, but the uh, the visual footage, just seeing Gary up on stage and just rocking the house is pretty amazing. There's, a, there's one of the very famous pictures of the Dicks on the back cover of the DVD with Gary and, like, a dress a big blonde wig and like i guess like drag queen makeup on and that's the image that i always think of when i when i think of the dicks that type of visual and there's mm-hmm. some good footage of stuff like that on the dvd uh they really don't get into a lot of detail about the recording of kill from the heart gary floyd just says you know spot flew down to austin recorded us and we drank a lot of beer that's about it uh, the best account, it's kind of the same, though, is in the liner notes to the Dicks 1980-86. It's a very familiar story on the SST label. It says, The Dicks opened a few Texas shows when Black Flag were in Austin and Houston. When the idea of recording an album on SST came up, we were more than happy to say yes. The producer, Spot, flew into Austin to help us make our first full-length We had seen his name on all those SST records and were truly honored. Hundreds of beers later, Kill from the Heart was finished. And uh, it's one of those things where 
Greg Ginn saw a band and decided to throw some money at putting out a record. You know, we've heard that story many, many times already. Interesting, when I was reading up on this as well, apparently the very, very, very first pressing of this record, when they received boxes of it while they were on the Rock Against Reagan tour, it had the wrong vinyl on the inside. Yeah, I remember him telling that story in his book. So, And they were pretty choked at that, but they eventually got the right stuff. Now, the the Alternative Tentacles version that I have says produced by Spot, recorded at Earl and Sky in Austin, Texas. Yep. The other thing to mention as well, I didn't really mention this earlier, forgot to mention it, but when I read up on the Dicks, I can't remember where I saw it, but, oh, it was in the American Hardcore book. Did you know that the Dicks were actually a quote-unquote poster band for a while? Yeah, I actually uh, scanned skim that chapter right before we recorded yeah what's a poster band well that's they weren't actually a band kind of like a t-shirt band yeah they would <laughs> they would be uh promoting gigs and shows that didn't know didn't actually exist or occur just to kind of generate hype i guess but yeah t-shirt band essentially except a poster band back then yep anyways as for the artwork on this the front cover is, you know, the name of the album is Kill from the Heart. So it's a picture of a heart with hammer and sickle in a torch and then with a couple of crossed either rifles or semi-automatic machine guns behind the heart with, it looks like a crown of thorns around the heart. Yeah. It's a pretty striking image. Artwork by Car- Carlos Lowry. Yeah. And the back cover, it has them to carry on, I guess, the the communist imagery. It has the four band members' faces in some yellow stars. Yep. The the version I have is, you know, the Alternative Tentacles remaster. It says it's remastered by Jello Biafra and George Horn. I mean, my version sounds really good. It's one of those ones where I hear it and I go, Spot did a good job on this one. But it would be interesting to hear the original one. I didn't really seek it out this is the only version I'm aware of that I've heard. Yeah. Reissue coordination by John Ginoli. Pretty sure that dude's in Pansy Division. I don't know about you. When I listen to this record, I pretty much love everything on side one. And yep. uh, and, and that's Anti-Clan, Part One, Rich Daddy, No Nazi's Friend, Marilyn Buck, Kill From The Heart, Little Boy's Feet, Pigs Run Wild, and then Bourgeois Fascist Pig. Side 2, Anti-Clan Part 2 is okay. Purple Haze, actually not that bad of a cover. Not bad. Not essential either. No, my favorite song on Side 2 would be Right Wing, White Ring. Yep. The song, Dicks Can't Swim, I could probably do without. Yeah. I mean, their most famous song is uh, Dicks Hate Police, which is came out on a single. Yeah. That predates this, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. My favorite Dick song is that Saturday Night at the Bookstore. No, that's it's a great song. Well, I don't know. Do you think it's time for the ballot result? Sounds like it is. Ballot result. What's yours? So for me, like I said, I could almost go with every song on side one, but... My favorite would actually be Pigs Run Wild, and, and here's why. What I really like about Texas bands is their incorporation of noise. And 
the opening chord and riffs on Pigs Run Wild just reminds me of just really, really good noise rock. Just that chord is, it's so wrong and dissonant and it works so perfectly. So that would be my favorite. But what about you? I'm the same as you. I'm, I like side one, uh, like all the songs. Uh, I was, I was going to say Rich Daddy. That's the song I've always liked. I like the way his vo- his lyrics are kind of, it's almost like rap or something. The way they're kind of, there's a syncopation to them that I really like. I like the lyrics. They're funny, but, but uh, you know, have a message too. So that would have been my pick, but I'm, I'm cool either way. Well, I'm trying to think, are we going to see them on anything else on SST? I don't think so. I doubt it. Like, I think this, I don't even, I don't think they appear on compilations or anything going forward. So we got to make this one count. We're picking kind of two of the slower songs, too. Yeah, that's true. Kill from the Heart's a really good song, too. I know, I know. Side one, it's all good. I'm, I'm fine with doing Pigs Run Wild. Yeah, I kind of feel like if we're going to pick a Dick song, it's also really good to have the word pigs in it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right, done deal. Pigs Run Wild. What's next week? So next week, we've got some Canadian content coming up. SST 18, the subhumans. No wishes, no prayers. Yeah. Gary Floyd talks about DOA extensively in his book as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, how good they were. Yeah, they were really good, obviously. I mean, you and I have seen DOA tons, and they're pretty much good every single time, no matter who's playing with Joey, but no surprise again that Joey Shithead Keith Lee caroused with the dicks or the big boys or or what have you. No surprise there. The subhumans from that same Western Canada punk rock scene, this is a very, very cool release. And just like the Stains record that uh, we had on, I think it was episode 10, this is a pretty hard one to find, and there's not much out there on it, so looking forward to talking about it. A lot like this one and the Stains record in the sense that all three bands not really associated with, with SST, you know, kind of one-off releases, so that's interesting too. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and uh, hope you can tune in next week. Bye.